Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Yeah, we are. New morning show here on CBS Sports Radio. Got a bit of a thriller last night. A game that ended up being kind of close. Perloff's Eagles end up winning and beating the Miami Dolphins. And listen, it's this play. It's this tush-push, brotherly shove, whatever you want to call it. Takes all the drama off of these fourth down conversions. And it was a huge one, Perloff. They kept a scoring drive alive for your Philadelphia Eagles that ultimately was the go-ahead score and Philadelphia never looked back. Yeah, to borrow a line from ESPN's Mina Kimes, it's like they have first and nine instead of first yeah. and ten. <laughs> yeah, right. Because all they have to do is get within one yard. The funny thing, that key one they made at the end to seal the win, Jalen Hurts looked like he could have run for seven yards. Somehow, if the defense chooses the wrong side, then Jalen Hurts makes it easily. And if they choose the right side, he still muscles his way into it. It's an unstoppable play. The NFL's desperately trying to stop it. They can't do it. And Jalen Hurts also had to play the second half with a knee brace on, but you really couldn't tell by his performance. But it is something to watch moving forward with the Eagles going to 5-2. and two. And then on Miami's side of things, I mean... They're 5-0 and against teams with a combined, I believe it's 8-24 and record, uh, excuse me, 8-25 and record. So they're beating the bad teams. When they play good teams, and I know they were shorthanded last night because they lost a couple offensive linemen, but when you're playing the good teams, we're not seeing, you know, the, listen, we're seeing yards, we're seeing Miami be able to move the ball, but we're not seeing the impressive scores because they get stalled at times in the red zone. Yeah, but I think you really have to excuse. I've been doing a lot of this excuse this loss. It's on the road at night against the Eagles, who are much closer to fully healthy than the Dolphins were. I, I saw a lot of good signs. I mean, Tua is smoking. There's just no way that he is really in sync with that offense. Yep. What killed them was they couldn't run the ball. So do they get that back when HN comes back from injury, which he is coming back? No, I think that was the Eagles. I think that's the Eagles' defense. Yeah. I don't think it matters if it was been, you know, HN or Mostert or uh, Barry Sanders back there. I don't think – I think this Eagles' front is that good. That's funny because I actually thought the Dolphins missed HN. It's, mm. you know, and they definitely missed – when Waddle went out, then things totally slowed down for them. When they're at full, you know, it's going to be hard because they're, I don't know if they'll ever be fully healthy. But when they're at full steam, there's so many ways for that offense to move the ball. I'm actually a little higher on the Dolphins after that game, believe it or not. I would upgrade them. And I know that Vegas agrees with me. Like, 
they're in the mix. They are not far off where they want to be. No, they're and they shouldn't be far off, and they are getting weapons back on defense. But at the same time, like we're getting to the sample size now, where they had offensive linemen who were hurt, but when they're playing bad teams, it doesn't matter, right? You can still win the game if you don't have Teron Armstead. Yeah, you know we were playing against a bad team. When you're playing against the Eagles, it is harder to run the ball when your offensive line is banged up and you're facing a good defense. It's like, how good are you really? Yeah, and, but you put Jalen Ramsey on AJ Brown last night. You know, get A-Chan back in the game. Have Waddle healthy. Bring back another pass rusher or two. There are reasons to be excited. There's obviously talent there. Clearly. Um, 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. We go to Phil, who's in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Phil. How are you? I am wonderful, guys. Today's my birthday. Couldn't be better. If you thought it was loud last night, just wait for tonight. It's going to be louder in Philly. Happy birthday. We'll see what the Phillies have in store for you for a birthday present. Well, thank you. Well, uh, I think that they ever do outlaw the brotherly shove, do you think it's a possibility that the Eagles might be able to still uh, play from the Chicago Bears and put Jordan Mailata in to pound it in like he used oh. to you know, with his uh, previous rugby experience? I think that'd be a really, you know, another unstoppable play, just like the Bradley Shove. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Phil, Thanks, I guys. think they need Have to use one. it. They need to use it anyway. My lot of coming downhill. I'm a huge fan of offensive linemen having the ball in their hands. Is this <laughs> like a do it. refrigerator Perry situation? That's what Phil yeah. is suggesting, and I'm all for it. I love when there's a play where for some random reason an offensive lineman gets to pick up the ball and run with it. Half the time it's illegal. It's the best. <laughs> How about this? If they outlaw the brotherly shove, why don't you just do the quarterback sneak? I mean, yeah. to be honest, Tom Brady is not the most athletic person we have. He's the greatest winner we've had. But he's not super athletic, and the it always worked with Brady. It's amazing. Always. Why do some teams get the quarterback sneak every time and other teams are terrible at it. Last Yesterday, we saw a team trying the brotherly shove and it's not working. Mac Jones somehow lost three yards on a quarterback sneak. I don't even know how he did that. It's, the, it's the difference in the NFL is the people who can do the quarterback sneak <laughs> or the teams who you're fourth and in inches and the quarterback's in shotgun. It's like, oh, it's the worst. I, I don't understand. College, it. they're doing that all over college football, too. I don't understand it. Well, for some reason, for in college, it's like illegal to be under center. I have no idea why <laughs> no one ever is, except for, I guess, like Iowa. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, so let's turn our attention to college. Of course, you're welcome to weigh in on the NFL. The worst loss of the weekend from college. To me, this is obvious after this weekend. The North Carolina Tar Heels oh cannot handle success. They cannot handle being a top 10 team. How you lose to a one in five Virginia team that never beats anybody in the ACC, and you have Drake May at quarterback and you can't score basically the entire fourth quarter, they, they were online to face Florida State in the ACC title game. It still might happen. They still could make the conference title game and get to the final four. But this was the year North Carolina felt a little different. And guess what? It's not. It's the same program that we've seen for two decades. Man, I did not think for as good as North Carolina had been and for Drake May, I did not see them as a Final Four team. I feel like they're clearly better teams than them, which is why I'm not going to put them really? as my biggest loss of the weekend. No, why, I, why would you not see them as a Final Four team? Because well, I think Florida State's much better. Ooh, Florida State will mix it up with anybody. <laughs> Florida State will be in a close game with anybody they play, but go ahead. I think I mean, the worst loss of the weekend, I'm not even going to go to Penn State here, which you could easily say Penn State, you know, are they frauds? They shouldn't be considered a top-tier team in the Big Ten. I think USC has got to feel awful about themselves waking up today. Mm. This is your third loss for Lincoln Riley against Kyle Whittingham and the Utah Utes. 
you mount this comeback where you think you're going to come back and win the game. That ends up falling short. You now have two losses, so goodbye college football playoff. Goodbye all of that stuff. Now I guess you can play spoiler maybe at the end of the year. But you had Caleb Williams. This was going to be one of the golden opportunities here with a two-time, a one-time Heisman Trophy winner looking for the second one. And the opportunity gets totally squandered. Like, this has got to be a devastating loss for USC. And, of course, now, of course, now we get rumors and insiders covering the team for the Trojans telling you that Lincoln Riley could have one foot out the door to go to the NFL. Like, just brutal if you're a Trojan fan. Absolutely. I mean, they should have saw this loss coming. Caleb Williams scored with way too much time left on the clock at the end of the game, and you knew Utah, because they own USC, was going to come back. With a backup quarterback, by the way. Yeah. Cam Rising was has that, been ruled out for the year. Their third-string quarterback. So, actually, a guy who was on the couch of, uh, like a month ago. I don't even know who that guy was, but he played pretty tough. The thing about USC preseason, there was something funny about USC. What was their ranking? They were about 12, 13 in the country, and, and you said to yourself, how can a team with a Heisman Trophy winner not be top five, mm-hmm. returning that Heisman Trophy winner. I think everyone knew there was something flawed with the design of this team. And it's still the same thing. They are not tough, and they don't play defense. I thought Caleb Williams was fine on Saturday night. I think he's still... No touchdowns, though. I, he's still utterly spectacular. And he's very efficient, too. And part of the reason is they scored in other ways. So I, I don't think Caleb Williams is any part of the problem. I think it's defense, but I think it's overall toughness. And... I hate to say it, I'm going to draw a through line to Oklahoma and yep. Lincoln Riley. I'm not sure, and that maybe I fooled myself, I'm not sure he's designed to win a college football title because it doesn't seem like his teams have that, whatever, that Alabama thing or that Georgia thing. I'm just not sure they're tough enough. Yeah, I, I think it's actually fair to question the toughness now, and they seem like they, listen, all college football coaches are a bit sensitive, but it does seem like they are a bit sensitive, you know, banning reporters and stuff like that, and did not make anyone available after the game. Now, that's, I think, a little bit more forgivable because they are college students. I know they're basically professional athletes, but they are still in college. But you got to make somebody available after the game. Caleb Williams, listen, you got much more difficult times ahead. If you're going to be the number one overall pick and you're going to the Chicago Bears, believe me, it's not going to be a picnic wherever you go. And I think that he's savvy enough that he should be able to stand out there after you lose in double overtime. I know it's crushing. You should be able to stand up there and answer some questions. Am I being unfair? No. I mean, I think to me also with Lincoln Riley, I mean, it's funny. He had this aura as being almost like this Hollywood coach going to Hollywood. It was going to be perfect. But he looks so much like a fish out of water as the head coach of USC in the Los Angeles market right now. And it feels like it's the weight of that is really starting to show. Yeah. Whether it's the banning reporters, whether how they handled the post game after that loss. And it's it's really crazy considering he looked like someone straight out of casting when he was hired to be the head coach of USC. It looks like it couldn't be any worse of a personality fit. Here's the thing. It's a great point. And also, do we think he'd be successful in the NFL level? Like, does he look like he's this all-time great leader? Mm. I mean, you're talking about now it's professional athletes who you got to get the attention of, right? A little bit different than college athletes, a little more mature, a little older. Do you think he's going to be able to connect with that kind of locker room? I have no idea. Well, I think the NFL is built differently, too, because the NFL, you know, is not college. You can base, you're basically given a roster by your GM, and he could get help on some of the things he's not getting help in in college. Say he's 
say he's Sean McVay on offense. He, I mean, Sean McVay doesn't really do much on defense. So what if he came in at Vic Fangio or I, you know, Vic Fangio got torched last night, but it was a great defensive coordinator. Could the NFL make up for some of his shortcomings? I feel like he might be a better fit there. Yeah, but at some point, you got to be the CEO of the team, don't you? Like that, we're yeah. talking about the toughness quality. And if the team takes on the identity of the coach, well, you can't just pawn off everything if you're the head coach. You can't just be, oh, we'll, we'll take the identity of our defensive coordinator or our best player. I mean, at some point, the coach has to stamp his, you know, imprint on the team. Also, where is where are these great examples of these quote unquote college football offensive geniuses yeah, that have worked out on the NFL level recently? We saw Matt uh, Rule be a disaster. We saw Joe Brady as an offensive coordinator yeah. be a disaster. Like I, I, I would be very scared if I was an NFL team and my team was plucking the next college football guru offensively. It just seems like it's an entirely different sport when these two. We combine college football and the NFL and how they're played. Well, the analogy that obviously Cliff Kingsbury is basically the same career as Lincoln Riley. Yeah. And, and, and he's at little, USC now. Had a little success with Arizona. I mean, at least they made the playoffs. That wasn't as big. And that yeah. rule was How'd not that an offense go? Yeah. I, I, don't think I, they, I don't think they crossed the 30-yard line in that playoff game. But again, the Rams ended up winning the Super Bowl Oh, yeah, that but year. the Cardinals were completely injured for but, that game, too. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting, though, because the report – was a little bit more like Lincoln Riley would want to go wherever Caleb Williams goes. Caleb Williams goes. Are we sure Caleb Williams still wants to be coached by Lincoln Riley when he gets to the NFL level? I again, I, I've seen Caleb Williams look pretty good to me on Saturday night. He had very few incompletions, kind of tiptoed into the end zone for what he thought was the winning touchdown. I, I think you could do worse. I think he, yeah, I think he, yeah. he likes Lincoln Riley a lot. He followed him to USC. Seventeen and five, Lincoln Riley is. As USC. And it feels like with the way they... Same record as Clay Helton. With the way they coach quarterbacks, I mean, if I was Caleb Williams, I'd want to play with Lincoln Riley. I don't know how many wins I'm going to have, but you know how much stats I'm going to put up? Like, they (laughs) let their quarterbacks play hero ball, and they let them be the center of the universe. So, in many ways, I could see why he'd want to play for that guy, even if it doesn't mean I'm going to win a lot of championships. That's the attitude. I mean... (laughs) That's that's the attitude you want for your (laughs) franchise quarterback. I don't care about the wins. It's all about my stats. But Lincoln's quarterbacks have been okay. Jalen Hurts has been great. Baker Mayfield has been mixed. Kyler Murray was, I think, better than some people thought. So there has been some success in the NFL. I mean, Lincoln hasn't been coaching them. (laughs) But I I think, I I agree with EJ. I think if an offensive guru has a lot of value to a quarterback, you don't want to go with Matt Eberflus. I'd take Lincoln Riley in a heartbeat. Yeah, I love it. Yes, let's take credit for Kyler Murray. This is the great, under the great tutelage, he needed a homework clause. And to quickly for talk about worst losses, I don't. I think we'd be remiss not to mention. I know they're not ranked. Yeah. But Clemson Oof. losing on the road to Miami. Clemson now with three losses. Miami was missing their starting quarterback and their starting yeah. running back. They turned the ball over three times in the first half to the point where the reporter on the sidelines asking Dabble Sweeney, "Hey, how do you turn this around?" He's like, "Hold on to the dang ball." <laughs> like that's how bad things have gotten. And just watching Clemson play, they look like such a poorly coached team. Yep. And for a guy who's a multi-time national championship coach, it's kind of dumbfounding to watch them play football right now. They look badly coached. Do you remember last week when he said, I think we need to lose a couple games so that we can lighten up the bandwagon a little bit? I mean, I didn't yeah. realize that'd be a premonition. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. By one more loser? Michael Penix probably threw away the Heisman this weekend. Yeah. But that yeah. was Tough. that was coming. That's called an emotional letdown if you've ever seen one in your life. No doubt. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Jay is in Nashville. Good morning, Jay. How's it going? 
Man, I'm just out here trying to get my hands on a McGriddle, and he's got police out here with AR-15s drawn at a hotel. Like, we what? Can't, well, they gone now, but we couldn't even get into McDonald's. Like, dude, it's too early in the morning for this. What the hell is going on? But I'm mad that I missed. I fell asleep before the Kelly Green game. I wanted to see the Kelly Green, dude. It's worth it's just to see the uniforms. It's worth just staying up and watching it, man. I don't know. I just had a long day yesterday. That's all it is. But I missed Kelly Green, and... Y'all talking about uh, USC and Lincoln and uh, Lincoln Riley rumors and stuff like that. I mean, maybe Lincoln is leaving with um, uh, your Caleb. You know what I mean? Maybe Chicago calling both of them. Yeah, that's Caleb. a report. That, that's, I, I think that's what Lincoln is hoping for. I wonder if I think he's looking for an exit out of uh, out of USC, and I think he wants to go with Caleb because he's so talented. Yeah, we don't know if those reports are true. By the way, how did you get the McGriddle? Yeah, it's my favorite breakfast yeah, food in the world. But I mean, they, even the cop was sitting there talking. I'm like, "What's going on?" They're like, "Well, somebody got shot at that hotel over there." Mm-hmm. I say in Franklin, Tennessee. Like, I say down the street from the Lamborghini dealership. All right? Yeah. And like, so it's not it's not like it's the hood or whatever. But I guess somebody woke up with a dude named Jody and didn't turn her GPS off her phone, and and somebody was able to come find her or whatever, and somebody got shot. That's all. I can oh my say. goodness! At a hotel this early in the morning. It's not you even I mean? 10 a.m. Say what? I said it's not even 10 a.m. It's, it's not, not even, even 9 a.m. where you that are. Means some, that means that means you woke up with a dude named Jody. You forgot to turn your um <laughs> your alarm on because you ain't supposed to wake up this late with another man at a hotel. And that you know probably your man woke up like where is she at? Oh my gosh! And you left your GPS on your phone, and then one thing turned into another. But that's neither here nor there. Serious it's case of the Mondays. Ah, oh, well, I Say hope what? ever. I said that's a serious case of the Mondays. <laughs> I hope that <laughs> the whole intersection blocked off, and they say, "Oh, it was a helicopter out here too." So it's kind of like, dude, I'm just trying to get to my McGriddle, bro. Like, come on, man. But, but, but like getting back to the whole like Chicago thing and like Lincoln Riley and everything. A lot of people don't understand about USC. And I grew up, a, I grew up a Pac-10 boy, a Pac-10 before it was Pac-12. Everybody knows USC. Like more coaches than most go to USC to fail. Hmm. People don't realize that. They they think it's like some dream job in Hollywood. No. I mean, in my lifetime, I've only seen one coach go to USC and succeed, and that's your boy that's in Seattle right now. Yeah. Besides that, USC has sucked all my life, tell you <laughs> And I'm 49. Jay, like, and I think, I think you're looking at it. Before I was alive. Jay, you and they were one of the most dominant teams. Jay, thank you for the call, and, you know, keep us updated on what's going on with that. I was – Googling around yeah. to see if I see anything, but uh, it Wait, hasn't hit the internet yet. I have so many questions. Wait, is Jody a man or a woman? That, that <laughs> there was conflicting evidence on that. That's an incredible story. The McGriddle, everything about it. Imagine just like you see cops, everyone's got guns drawn, and Jay's there, just like, can I get a breakfast sandwich? Well, like, guy. I respect his perseverance. As, long <laughs> yeah. as, as soon as I see the cops and I see the guns, I'm saying, all right, I guess we're going to get a Wendy's breakfast or a Taco Bell breakfast. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Once, you get, to go to? once you get the McGriddle on your mind, it is tough to get it off there. I totally understand. I that. know, and it's weird because there's never another McDonald's around. Like, there's a <laughs> hundred McDonald's all around. You can just a, go to a different one. I have a sad confession. I've never tried a McGriddle. I treat myself rarely to McGriddle. It is the greatest breakfast food ever. So, but I blame my parents. I feel like my my dad once tried it when I was he, when I was a kid, and he said, "Oh, it was overrated. I didn't like it." And then I never it, tried it. No, like, he I was just, just helping you, so you didn't get a, addicted to McGriddle. Oh, that's true. Because yeah. once you put that maple syrup <laughs> on the pancakes and the sausage, it's like every great flavor 
combined. Wait, EJ, you're 32 years old. You can't, you can't be, you can't be blaming your parents on this one. This- but, I'm a, but when it comes to food, like if once something gets in my head that is not good, like that's all I need to know. Like I, I'm very much, I know mm. I, I kind of present myself as a foodie online, but like someone can tell me, hey, this was whack or this was lame. I'm like, all right, that's all I need to know. I don't want to taste bad food. Wait a minute. You're, you're a journalist at heart. You can't take people's word for it. You got to try it yourself. Oh, no, with food? No, food I think is different because food can lead to, you know, trips to the bathroom. Oh. Food <laughs> can lead to a lot of different things well, that go wrong. It's Mickey D's, I mean. Uh, yeah, it's not White Castle, but it's still <laughs> it's still on that spectrum. It's going to have different effects on different people. I personally just go for the Egg McMuffin. Yeah. We're not even sponsored by McDonald's, by the way. We're just giving free stuff here. Um, I I prefer it, the okay. McMuffin. Uh, that's your choice, I guess. Have you tried a McGriddle lately? Yeah. I, well, not lately, but. By the way, Jay's totally right. USC is famously, they never pay for coaches. Like, except for Pete Carroll, they, they cheap out on coaches. So Lincoln Riley was their one exception. He was supposed to fix everything. And after this, they're going back to the Clay Helton type. They're like, that's enough of this. Well, with Pete, they got a good ROI. They were like yeah. no, ranked number one for like 33 weeks in a row. Right, but they didn't. You remember when where Pete Carroll was coming from? It wasn't Pete Carroll that we know now. That's true. He was a failed Pete Carroll who they kind of got. I think Pete Carroll called them. They didn't even call him. So that, that is a weird program. There's something that's always been a little bit off since the heyday. And I kind of thought, I admit, I thought Lincoln Riley was going to fix it all. I was high on this Caleb Williams. You're right. I think your negativity is exactly dead on. I'm not sure where they're going. Who had the worst college football loss of the weekend? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You're welcome to weigh in. We see you guys on the phones. We'll get to that. Coming up, the NFL is cracking down on the one thing no one is asking for. What is it? We'll tell you next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Maggie and Perloff Show. Now, if you're new to us, we're now in the morning, 6 to 10 Eastern, let me give you a little visual tour of the studio. So on Maggie's side, you have a 22 Bills jersey, which is Maggie? Fred Jackson. Of course. You Fred say that AJ. like we all know that. Yeah. There's a, a Bills banner here of old Bills helmets. Yeah. Uh, on my side. Wait, you forgot the Jim Kelly signed football. Jim Kelly signed football. I also have someone gave me a Buffalo Bills smoke detector. I think it glows in the dark. I'm not sure who did that. So thank you. Goes and, a full day. What's that? 
Does it go off all day? <laughs> on, <laughs> only when I have bad takes. And um, then also uh, me and my duck uniform. Love it. Yeah. My my side is rather barren now because the Carson Wentz poster was violently removed from my side of the the studio. There's a picture of a tweet I had. I wish someone loved me as much as Shaq loves Joel Embiid. That became a thing on NBA and TNT. That was super fun. But there is sort of a lack of sports paraphernalia. Now, this is going to seem like just something from my side of the studio, but I think it's for everybody. Okay. Our friend Sully in Las Vegas, good friend of the show, calls in all the time. He's a Boston sports fan, but I think he supports the Maggie and Perloff show first and foremost. So he sent us a gift. Would anyone like to care to guess what it is? Oh, no. I mean, based on your glee, <laughs> yeah, you're I, not going to like it. So it's probably like a Randall Cunningham jersey no, or something. No, it's probably like a we Bryce have one of those. Harper. I think it's probably <sighs> a Bryce Harper jersey or something. Like Sully? Is it Liam Castellanos? <laughs> In a box. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little kid. Um, Sully has great taste, but you're too happy about this. Mm. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's yeah. just a great piece of sports paraphernalia. It's something that's going to grow in value over time when he wins a Super Bowl. Oh, boy. And oh. It's not really just about the player that is represented Wait, here. Wait, is this a signed football? Like, I have my Jim Kelly signed no, football? it is not a signed football. It's not just about the player who is pretty much everything that we love in sports. He's an underdog who came out of nowhere, uh, lost his job in college, Brock oh. got drafted in the second round. No. Almost mm-hmm. won the MVP, but it hurt his shoulder last year. Jimmy Garoppolo? No, 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 no. Oh, it's Carson Wentz's back. But it, it's not really about the player. It's more about the color. The color represents spring. It represents hope. It is the most beautiful color we've ever seen on an NFL jersey. Yes, Sully sent us a Kelly Green <laughs> Jalen Hurts jersey. Wow. Is that Kelly Green? It's funny. Actually, it says Hulu has live sports on it now. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, actually, I don't know. Is that the Kelly Green? Uh, yeah. Said, that's it. Yeah, it that's definitely it. It's so got this the is a, old school logo on her, it. A yeah. Hertz jersey from our buddy Sully. Now, I'll wear it today, and then I think we frame it. So you're going to have Freddie Jackson, big game Fred Jackson on your side, yeah. and we'll have Jalen Hurts. And if Jordan Love was any better, I, I will buy the Jordan Love jersey, and I'll have Love Hurts next to each other, just because I think that's a funny dad pun. But this is a beautiful gift from Sully. Wow. Sully, you've outdone yourself with the Kelly Green. Nice job. So I'm going to wear it today. I'm wearing a sort of formal collar, so I'm going to look like a complete nerd. Yeah. But uh, this is a really, really gorgeous thing. The, there is a backstory. I'm going to have Sully call in when he's actually awake to explain the backstory of how he landed with this Jalen Hurts jersey. It's kind of funny. He didn't just order it like everyone else? Or does this he fall sure off the didn't. back of the truck? He sure didn't. Okay. Sully, so that's Sully old Sully days. loves you. He, Sully has mixed feelings towards me. He's not <laughs> buying me a Jalen Hurts jersey. Oh. So uh, oh, yeah. this came into Sully's possession, and now he's at our possession. I think it's really good looking. I love that we can all handle and uh, wear that. Yeah. That's cool. Can I wear it on Halloween? I've got a really big party to go to. It's going to be a lot of drinking. It's going to be a lot of, you know, sloppy people. Can I wear it on Halloween? Yeah, people be like, you're dressed up as a winner today, Maggie? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. How's this look? I got the formal collar underneath the football jersey. Looks a little big. With a sweater underneath. Yeah, it's huge. That's one of the other reasons Sully sent it my way. Yeah, I was going to say, who who was this meant for? Like, Travis Kelsey? We're not sure. There's definitely a, a weird backstory behind this jersey. It has mysterious origins. <laughs> it definitely was not meant for you, <laughs> but you've got it now. So it's funny because the that, back of a truck. that's the third layer you're wearing. So that should be snug. You've got a collared shirt and a sweater, and now you've got a jersey over it, and you still are swimming in this thing. 
Yeah, well, if it was a large and it fits Sully, it would not be in our possession right now. Yeah, Let's no, put it that Sully way. Would be wearing it. <laughs> and I quote, yeah. this thing doesn't fit me at all. Do you want it? I'm like, heck yeah. We'll put a frame around it. We'll hang it in the man cave. Uh, not a man cave anymore. We call it man cave at DP yeah, show. Yeah, the, the, our... Uh, so I'm just looking at the problem. The is our gender it's a, neutral cave. It's just a lot cave. bigger than your Fred Jackson jersey. <laughs> so it's going to be... It's kind of dominate the studio. I know. I actually used to wear that jersey. It's like a kid's medium. <laughs> um, well, the question is, we have Phil's Randall Cunningham jersey yes. that's hanging in the office. That's also Kelly Green, old school. We told him that we would get it signed. I know. We've never run into Randall Cunningham since. But yeah, but don't the, you want to si- get that signed before you put it under glass? The Jalen Hurts jersey. Well, I guess so. It's going to be hard to do that. I really, I want to hang up the Phil jersey too, but we have to send that back to him. Sully does not want this back. He's was a Patriots it, fan. For was one it ever specifically stated who was signing the Randall Cunningham jersey? <laughs> it can't be you, Pete. <laughs> okay. All the best. Mr. Philly doesn't have an Eagles connection that you could just send that jersey to oh, Jalen O'Sign and send it back to you? I definitely do. All right, yeah. there you go. I don't know. I'm actually kind of holding out for tickets. I don't want to use the favor. Oh, so you want it for you, not yeah. for other <laughs> Yeah, so it's really not for the show. Well, I don't Fred Jackson's not signed. Is it that hard to track down Fred Jackson? Yeah, yeah. he's in Iowa somewhere. I have no idea where Fred Jackson <laughs> is. Um, I never even thought about getting it signed, and then all of a sudden it was just framed, <laughs> and someone else framed it. <laughs> That's the other thing, too. I'm like, wow, this is a huge jersey. This frame is going to cost a pretty penny. Yeah. Well, good luck with all that. Really cool that Sully <laughs> got that for you. That Why? is awesome. You. Why do you guys root against Philadelphia teams? We don't. We, we told we, you we're all behind the Phillies. Yeah. And you didn't want us to be on your bandwagon. You thought we were bringing Mad Mojo just because we said they're the greatest team of all time. Yeah, yeah Dabble Sweeney. Yeah, you guys. Uh, you guys think you can get to me on the Phillies? You can't. You can't. Yeah, you what? You, no, no Philadelphia sports fan really cares how the Phillies do. This is to be house fair, it's money. It's probably the Diamondbacks are going to get to the Phillies more than we would, but right. I'm just saying, no, no, no. You guys are trying to b- bug me with this fake bandwagon thing that you think can jinx the Phillies, but Philadelphia sports fans are, are more no, savvy than this. You don't understand. The Phillies are inevitable, just like Thanos. It's yeah. it's, it's nothing we can do about it. They're unjinxable. I don't I know mean, what Thanos it, means, but yes, yes, EJ is correct. They're unjinxable. They they gave two games away just. Because they wanted to, yeah, and, and now because they're, they're gonna, gentlemen, yeah, they're going to settle in. They're going to have a, a great crowd tonight. They're all going to be civil, and we're going to have a great win for the Phillies going to the World Series. Okay, I don't know what you, what kind of mind games you're playing, Bilotti, but I do know Craig Kimbrell cannot get through an inning, and that is a fact, and that is going to have to be dealt with. The greatest closer. Yeah, what are you ever. talking about? Yeah, it's like Mariano and then Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, with his weird spider arms. Yeah, there you go. that dude's a, that that guy's amazing. Um, all right, well, cool, Sully. Nice. Uh, Way to pass on the goods. Thanks, Well, I think, guys, on that side, can you look up the NFL standards? I was curious where the Eagles sit right now, too, as long as we're praising Philadelphia. And you you wonder why we don't want the Eagles jersey. Wait, who did the Eagles lose to in their only game this year? Oh, yeah. I I don't remember. Was it the Commanders? No, no. Another team that wears green. Similar green to that, by the way. Commanders don't win. (laughs) (laughs) CBS. Bogus is here with some headlines And we begin with those Phillies As Pete just mentioned They wanted to clinch their second straight NL pennant at home So they dropped two of three on purpose in Arizona last week Now they finish things off in game six At five Eastern today Manager Rob Thompson with a scouting report On one of the nation's best sporting venues As loud as I've ever heard it in a stadium it's not just how loud it is, but how long 
it goes. It goes from first pitch to the last pitch, and you know they're standing up the entire game. It, it's just an incredible atmosphere, and and I, I would suggest that people, if they've never been here before, to bring some earplugs because it gets pretty loud. Arizona righty Merrill. can't lose in front of that crowd. Mm-hmm. It's so peaceful too. I mean, you could you could be the uh, Diamondbacks fan and sit there and enjoy yourself. <laughs> sure. Merrill <laughs> Kelly's expected to wilt again under that Philly pressure. Aaron Nola right. goes for the champs. Somebody wins the AL tonight in Houston. The Rangers forcing Game 7 with a thud last night. Bases loaded, one gone in the ninth. Stanek's one run. He is thrilled on a line. Left field and gone! Adolis Garcia makes his statement. And the Rangers have their sights set on Game 7. That's Joe Davis on Fox. Thoughts and prayers to him. Garcia's grand slam capping off a five-run ninth after Houston left the bases loaded in the previous half inning. The 9-2 funnel means the road team is 6-0 and in this series. The only previous seven-gamer where the home team never won was the 2019 World Series, which finished with the Nationals winning in Houston. Tonight's pitching matchup is Christian Javier and Max Scherzer. Ugh. Can we move this to Tuesday? I'm very disappointed. Game 7 is going to get lost because of Monday Night Football. I, Only if you let it. Give him a call. It's just, just early. It's very early on the West Coast. <laughs> I feel like this is not ideal. They should MLB. You guys disagree with me, but I think you're all with me now. The fact that MLB is on all different kinds of channels throughout the playoffs, they got to be like the NFL and make it appointment viewing. I think they're screwing this up. Okay, so you you said that before, and I thought about it. Everybody is on multiple networks. Yeah. When the NBA playoffs start, am I going to ESPN? Am I going to ABC? Am I going to TNT? Maybe there's an NBA TV game. This is not an MLB exclusive problem. And right now it's locked in. It's either Fox or TBS. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's great, but doesn't help me when I'm watching a Spider-Man for the eighth time because I was looking for the game on TBS <laughs> well, and I couldn't remember if it was TNT or TBS. That's also, your fault. They can't do like the, these are the if necessary games. They can't just be like, well, we're going to blanket not have them on a Monday because we don't want to go up against Monday Night Football. Well, why is You got to just play the games because the World Series is already set. It's on a schedule. Well, I'm just telling you the reality. You think this is going to get a high rating? I mean, how, they're, no, it's they're fine. screwed. It is what it is. They're always going to be screwed. They're never going to beat the NFL. And well, the, maybe avoid the NFL then. Like uh, a lot of other sports well, avoid the play NFL. Play through the winter. I don't know. What does that mean? Play on Tuesday. I don't know. Take an extra day. What? There's no rules about what they have to do. No, we're already complaining about layoffs before you know the wild card. Now we're going to have to throw extra days of rest in because we don't want to play against a football game. You're just arguing for the sake of arguing. You don't think no. this is disappointing to have a game seven on Monday at five o'clock? No, because Eastern? I'm going to put that game on my main TV. And it's, it's 2023. So I'm going to put the other game, the football game on my iPad, and I'll be fine. I know, but we can't complain about the game starting too late and then also complain about them starting too early. Like, we're now just complaining. But on Perlow's point, I mean, I do feel like if you think of game sevens in major pro sports, just nobody's thinking that's a game I'm going to see on a Monday at 5 p.m. Oh, just, sorry. Just, it's, it's first game of all, the game, the game's seven, at 8, my bad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The game's a later game. 5 Pacific. Philly's game is five, but the ALCS game again, is eight. I mean, it's not even a great Monday Night Football matchup, but you know the Monday Night Football game is going to get more eyes. We also we got Aaron Rodgers on the Manning cast; that's going to get a lot of eyes. But tonight. that's the, but that's my point. You're not there is no way to solve it. I understand the problem, but there's no way to fix it. So why do we keep having? It's the same thing with hockey. hockey How can you is, say there's no way to solve this? Play on a Tuesday. That no, feels solved. But it doesn't matter because what if it was a sweep? Then you would have never run into this at all. Or you shouldn't play. You should totally take out Sundays because the NFL's on Sunday. Or Saturdays, because college football's on Saturday. You're right. going to run into yes. conflicts every night. Definitely take out Sunday. For sure, take out Sunday. That's the first thing I do. Just play at 8 a.m. in the morning. That'll be fine. <laughs> That'd be good for us.
Why can't you take out? I mean, there's no rules around this. Figure out the ways to schedule in advance and make sure that you don't no, go against the NFL. There are no rules except for the fact that when, if you're not changing venues, you play on consecutive days. Yeah. Like there's no there's no reason to give anybody a, the benefit of the day off to reset, use a different starting pitcher because we're trying to avoid football. You're gonna you're gonna lose the football tonight. People that want to watch Game Seven are gonna watch Game Seven, and so be it. Fine, just you know, dwindle away like baseball. Uh, you know. They have this opportunity for a gigantic game and a huge rating and a lot of intrigue, and they're completely giving away to the Vikings and the Niners. And don't, wa- don't worry. Max Scherzer's pitching anyway. He'll be yeah. over the first half. <laughs> so. fingers, fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, man. See, that's the thing, though. I think that, unfortunately, for baseball, and they're doing everything they can to get back into this with the rule changes and stuff like that, but this war against like they've lost this to the NFL already. Everybody already, has. Everybody has. And so even if they were all by themselves, you know what the story would be? They were on a Tuesday all by themselves. It'd be like, wow, can you believe that game seven only drew 9 million people? That's, you know, right. double. <sighs> That'd the, be the, twice what they're going to get tonight. No, but it's like, but the, but the Titans against the Jaguars, you know, tripled that. Like they're never going to get a positive headline when yeah, it comes be, to ratings. And it's their own fault. MLB has screwed this up for years. They just, there's so many simple things they can do that they just don't do. Well, you could say that about all the leagues, though, right? I mean, the NBA mm, could avoid NBA is, yeah, It's funny. Do you think NBA is starting their season on a Monday night? No, they're putting the Lakers on Tuesday night because they know the TV is wide open. No, but if they really wanted to, they could have just avoid the NBA. They could avoid the NFL almost altogether if you just start your season on Christmas Day. Then you're only going head-to-head for like six weeks. That's a little radical. They're going to cut 12 games out of their no, season? No, just go later into the summer. Oh, well, that, there's no way you can't rate in July and August, though. I don't know. That's basically late June. What's the difference? I feel like I feel like those bubble games did really well. Yeah, and that was way late. Crazy Yeah, because everybody was home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. Did they do really well? I thought they did not do well. You pause, double check that. I could be wrong. I, I didn't think that everybody was watching that series. Were they? I know that Rangers Astros actually has done better than people thought it was going Been a great to do. Series. But like ratings wise, it's done better than people thought. Being two Texas teams, a nondescript Rangers teams. Team. They've had some good ratings for this round. Tonight's there's tonight's unavoidable because tomorrow yeah. could be a game seven for Phillies Diamondbacks, and you have back to back game sevens on a, at five and eight and a random day off. You just have to you have to kind of be in your own lane. Now I would have yesterday I thought they should have started that game earlier, like seven thirty even yeah. just give me a more of a head start before the Sunday night game. But they went head to head. I think that's a fair complaint. Like why not go right at seven thirty? Give me a, give me forty five minutes of baseball yeah. before this football. But tonight I don't know what the solution is. They can't just keep twisting and turning and throwing days in there to, to get away from the NBA, from, from the NFL. Be hard. It's always going to be there. Well, do the world does the World Series schedule preset? Do you guys? Know? Yeah, it's and already they, out. And they, I'm sure they avoid for that. They're got to be avoiding Monday Night Football. I would imagine. My guess sure. is for Game Seven of the World Series, they're not going to put that against the NFL. It starts on a Friday, so Friday, Saturday, then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. So game, game okay, one Monday, Monday game. game. So Monday, it would be Saturday. Would be a Game Seven. U.S. Open, by the way, is the one sport that should avoid the NFL. They should not have their final on Sundays. I feel like that always gets buried. Don't you guys? I mean, you guys yeah, know what I th- I'm talking about. But I think the Monday one didn't do well either. They moved the men's final oh, they Monday, tried and it didn't work. Because it was like Monday at 4 o'clock. And, that, and then it was usually two NFL games on that Monday, too, for a while. It just that didn't, that didn't play either. Uh, speaking of football, it was 17-3 Eagles. Then the Dolphins tied the game. Then the Eagles won at 31-17 on Sunday Night Football. Jalen Hurts accounting for three scores. His team's now 6-1. and one. Really just excited that we won the game. Um, he's having a great year. Um, we have a great team, you know, and 
as far as me enjoying the moment with my guys, I think that was um, was a big win for us. Hertz finished the game with his left knee in a brace, but downplayed the issue post-game. The Dolphins, meanwhile, now 0-2 against good teams. This loss and that beatdown from the Bills, their five wins against teams the combined 8-25 and record. Uh, after setting the single-season points record last season, the Bruins have begun this NHL season 5-0 and after a 3-1 win in Anaheim. And some soccer postseason last night, New York, New Jersey, Gotham FC, upsetting the North Carolina Courage 2-0 to reach the NWSL semifinals. Up next, the Portland Thorns. Guys, back to you. Bogish, thank you so much. Coming up, we've got a lot more to do, including the one soundbite you have not heard, but you must. Do that next. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff right here on CBS Sports Radio. Amidst all the other big outcomes that happened both Saturday and yesterday, Perloff, like the Lions just getting destroyed by the Ravens, your Eagles beating the Miami Dolphins, my Bills losing to the Patriots, and on and on, Penn State losing, Alabama nearly losing, coming back big in the second half. The Commanders-Giants game is going to get lost here because As it should. the game was 14-7, to and these are two also-ran teams. However, Jonathan Allen's quote after the game should not get lost. This is Jonathan Allen of the Commanders, obviously standout defensive lineman, on what it's been like to play for the Washington Commanders these last few years. They whooped our ass, plain and simple. Got to be better. Anything they did that surprised you guys early on? No, I want to say so. I think it's just a lack of focus on our part, a lack of attention to detail, not starting fast, and creating holes that are too big for us to overcome in the second half. Does it get frustrating when that Yes, it does. I'm f***ing tired of this f***ing tired of this It's been seven years of the same Tired of this What can you do now going forward to get it turned around? Get our minds right and get ready to play Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, boy. With another bleep, just... Bleep in Philadelphia. He'll probably beat the Eagles, by the way, but whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, kudos, EJ. You caught every one of those bleeps. Um, that's high-level editing right there. But on the flip side, you get the sense that – do you guys ever have, like, friends like this where, all right, they'll be cool, and they'll be cool, and they'll be cool, and then all of a sudden something happens, and the switch just turns, mm. and all of a sudden they're getting, like, dragged out of the bar? Yeah, I've actually been that person times, but yes. It's <laughs> like understand. a little thing sets them off. Like they'll, the cool, they'll let a lot of big things slide and then one little thing sets them off and it's like, and now you are like fighting a group of teenagers. <laughs> Absolutely. Jonathan Allen seemed like he was sitting on that. I mean, listen, he, him snapping is no surprise. Remember he took a swing at Deron Payne, the, the yep. biggest man in the NFL. He's obviously a super, super hothead. I think there's been four or five incidents and that's why he's awesome at football. I love this. If I'm a Washington fan, this is the first piece of good news I've gotten in forever. Someone has a pulse? Someone has a, my star defensive player who's a killer has a pulse. That's great. That's exactly what they need. Give me 11 Jonathan Allens. Actually, maybe not 11. Give me 10 Jonathan Allens at a cornerback who can cover. Uh, Let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! And the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. People like me. Let's get to our snapshot of the show. Man, when our pal Jay in Nashville calls in, you never know what you're going to get. This morning, we got this. Man, 
I'm just out here trying to get my hands on a McGriddle, and he's got police out here with AR-15s drawn at a hotel. Like, we what? Can't even, well, they gone now, but we couldn't even get into McDonald's. Like, dude, it's too early in the morning for this. What the hell is going on? Did you get the McGriddle? Yeah. It's my favorite breakfast yeah, food in the world. I got the McGriddle, but, I mean, they, even the cop was sitting there talking. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, well, somebody got shot at that hotel over there. Mm-hmm. I say in Franklin, Tennessee. Like, I say down the street from the Lamborghini dealership. All right? Yeah. And, like... So it's not it's not like it's the hood or whatever. <laughs> I'm looking up. I'm trying to find what's going on here online, and I can't find anything. So Franklin maybe this is, is gorgeous. Yet to it's hit the internet. Totally surprising place. I had the best brunch of my life in Franklin. You could put on a lot of pounds hanging out in that area. Well, if you're trying to get a McGriddle, good luck. Yeah. At what point do you just you just abort mission on the McGriddle search? Never. The the, the first I, cop you see. Yeah, the first AR fifteen no. I think is the one I, that goes does for me. Yeah, I think I'm just you know what maybe I'll just skip breakfast. Maybe I'll just have lunch today. <laughs> I don't need to be involved in that. Did you hear the way Jay was talking about that McGriddle? You could hear the love in his voice and the passion and the addiction. That you pour the <laughs> syrup on. I totally get it. You pour the syrup on top of it, the sausage and the pancakes. Listen, yes. I, I know what it's like also to have like a little bit of a food addiction. What I mean by that is I got into a bad habit where I was eating like a box of Sour Patch Kids a show. That was when we were on the afternoon. And I had to break myself of this habit because it was getting pretty legit. Mm-hmm. I have not had a piece of candy since New Year's. There and you go. Congratulations. What, and what's coming up next week? Yeah, that's the end of the row for that. Halloween. And I got a four-year-old, and I don't want him eating all the candy. This is like this is like me at the end facing like Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's Punch Out or like Donkey Kong at the end of Mario. Like this is gonna be my biggest test yet. I've not yet gone through a Halloween without eating candy. Do you get mad when you see athletes who famously eat lots of candy before a game? I know Ben Simmons <laughs> does that. No, it's like Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, I'm not doing nearly their workouts. Oh, so, uh, DK no. Metcalf, who's right. shredded, he eats nothing but candy. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're in great shape. But, but it was even when you were them, it, it didn't really, I, I couldn't tell. I mean, you were jittery, and if you didn't get your fix at 4 o'clock, it was trouble I to be around knocking you. heads. Yeah, you were like Jonathan Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Open the show with just a bunch of curse words right yeah, we together. Yeah, beat Maggie out. She's like, get my bleeping sweetest fish. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I had a real issue, and I've kicked the habit, but now this is going to be a tough test for me. Did you replace it with another form of sugar? Sex. There... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I replaced... Whoa. No, I, I'm just trying to eat healthy. Mm, I don't know. There's. I bet you got it like some form of like yogurt that you think is healthy. <laughs> I see the way you eat. You still get some sugar in there, man. <laughs> oh, that's true. Thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you to Pete Pilati. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan, to Andrew Bogish, the Weedos and the Coffee Drinkers, the Callers. You guys are awesome. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> what are we going to do about these strippers? Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.